0: You're listening to an Amplify podcast.
1: On your dial.
2: Amplify the fun in your evenings.
1: Amp up your ride home with Amplify. The sound of underage Melbourne. You're listening to Amplify. 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 Amplify.
2: This is Amplify. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Amplify on this Saturday afternoon. And if you joined us yesterday, you will know that today we are airing the second part of a two-part interview with Jolie, who runs the at UniWithMe page on Instagram. This is an absolutely incredible page for all VCE students, where Jolie posts her best tips about how to manage VCE and exams and she's been doing it since last year and uh, it's an absolutely fantastic resource. So Thravni and I decided it's perfect time about to go into exams to interview her and pick her brain for all her incredible tips about VCE. So if you did miss the first part which aired yesterday don't worry this part and yesterday's part will be podcasted very soon but for now sit back Relax as we continue the interview and go into a little bit more about practice exams, SWATVAC, and managing our time and staying positive during the exam season.
1: So in terms of exams, like roughly how many exams do you do? Or like did you do? Because you know, there's this so-called perception, oh, the more exams you do, the better marks you're gonna get. So do you think that's
3: true? Um Yes and no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cuz um I cannot tell you guys that hey don't do any exam just do one. No, it's not mm. something I would recommend. But um I do recommend doing exams. Doing a lot of practice exams will get you exposed to a lot of different types of questions, but some of it are repetitive. So but I just want to remind you that when you do an exam, you focus on the quality of it. So you you have to understand where did you get wrong? and you reflect on yourself, rather than doing like 50 exams and still repeating the same mistakes. Because when you repeat, like when when, when you know that you have that mistakes, but in the next exam, you don't fix it, you will eventually <laughs> do it in the, your real exam. When you know that you have that problem, like you have to reflect on yourself and then just slowly annotate your, um, your struggle and focus mm-hmm. like on pr- improving it, yeah so do some exam but focus on the quality as well
2: yeah and I think that's a lot of the reason why you know me and a lot of my friends feel like when you're doing trial exams there's obviously that period at the start where you might be making a lot of mistakes and it's like you don't want to continue doing them because you lose that motivation and you feel like oh I'm getting it Mm -hmm. wrong constantly constantly and it's just about like pushing through that because you have to do the wrong things before you can do the right things but then it just feels like you're getting nowhere um so yeah i think that's like the main thing just having to to keep going through i i saw a question on um a vc page on reddit a few few days ago where someone was asking about um english exams and if there was any benefit of typing English exams and handing them in versus doing all of them handwritten and in timed conditions. And do you, like, what's your opinion on, on those two methods of revising? Do you think everything has to be done timed? This applies for all worded questions across the board. Do you think everything has to be timed conditions or do you think there is a benefit to, to pre-writing with as much time as possible and then handing those in for, for advice.
3: That was my question last year as well for myself and for my tutor. Um, <laughs> so what I was doing um, when I first started practicing my exam back in like the start of uh, September I think. So by the time we were still developing our knowledge and our like um, expressions and vocabulary. So I preferred to do that on um, by typing because when 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 you type it and your um your teacher or your tutor can mark it very easily. Mm. And then after that, you can compile all of um all of the things that they 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 like they back to you in another file, which is very easy. And then you can like just control F next time when you're practicing on it or you have your revision. But when it comes closer to exam, like at the moment, I would highly recommend doing um. Handwriting because I know that the writing and typing speeds are very different, and then your mind flow, like the way you think, is very different when you type and when you write mm-hmm. as well. So at the moment, I would highly recommend everyone to handwrite their um paper because the feel is more closer to your actual exam, and you also practice to finish your task in a in like a um exam condition. Which helps you a lot in exam because you know, I I understand that. Like when we wanna write something and that's a problem that we love, we love to write a lot on it. But then we realize that in exam, not everyone can write like 10 out of 10 paper paper. Like mm-hmm. everyone, I feel like do a little bit worse than their actual performance in school. So during a practice exam in TAM condition will enable your time management skill and you know what to prioritise. Like you should finish your exam first, then focusing on like small vocabularies or any small quotes that you feel is good, but then like you learn how to prioritise your ta- task by doing it in um, exam condition at the moment.
2: And everyone obviously is so so different in the way they are able to to study, but obviously, you know, practice exams are the main thing. With um SWATVAC, uh, I know a lot of people that I know uh, some of them didn't even know SWATVAC was a thing. Some of them you know <laughs> didn't don't know what it stands for or, or didn't know what it was or what the There's hell do you do during SWATVAC I, I think I think this year this SWATVAC for some people is actually like a three day it's like three days because the first exams on because like for my school we don't finish next week we finish the week after and the first oh. exams like on the monday so for my school some other private schools there's not really a smart back. but for obviously for people who do have much more time um what do you think is like the best way to tackle it like when do you wake up when do you go to bed how much work do you do in a day um how do you actually spend time equal time in all the subjects without focusing too much on, on ones what's your what's your tips mm. <laughs>
3: Mm, so um sword bag like there are two types of people in sword one would just chill like <laughs> it's for some some three days before exam but for some people it was like the it's like the last chance for them to practice mm. so, but it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world like exams you t- you're 12, it's just like a step for you to step into unity. it's not something that can change your life forever right so um my first recommendation is to not stressing it, like just cope with it slowly and easily and try to not break your habit in waking up at like 7 or 8 p.m. or like, oh no, uh, 7 or 8 I, I, I a.m. Just whenever you wake up and like stick with your timetable. It's not your holiday break. It's something, it's the time that people give you a short break or a short amount of time to. Um, to get a rest before the exams or to have your last chance to study. Um, so I feel like I would recommend st- like still sticking into the template that you set for yourself and do prioritize what subjects that come first, but it doesn't mean that you replace that. Um, you replace a whole study temp with, um, for that only subject because uh, for example, you would want to increase the frequencies of doing English because it's coming first so you 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 used to have like 20% of the day to study that but now I feel like you should increase to like 40% and then decrease the time for another subject yeah. like
4: on a summer evening and it sounds just like song I want more berries And that summer feeling, it's so wonderful and warm. Breathe me.
1: us um one of the recent posts you made i think it was the second part of how to ace VC exams yeah yeah yep so um i saw this really cool table that you made where you've got um the exam uh how much you've got on the exam and then like comments so Mm -hmm. i i might have like copied it but it was really good okay I love the I love the table so I might have copied I put it on Notion I I made a whole formula thing it took me an hour and a half to find a percentage formula but I got there I got there and Notion's being my best friend right now anyways we're not branding Notion or anything we're not promoting Notion but I'm going to talk about the, the, the actual table itself yeah how did you come up with the idea did you come up with the idea or did you um ask for it like how did it come to you god
3: bless you with it i don't know it's an amazing table. i absolutely love it um i'm so glad that a lot of people like it um and i think this may against plagiarism but i read it somewhere so because throughout a year 12 i was very par- paranoid as well and i i think i came across a person on a Tanot forum, and a person, person like tips to to have fifty study score, and I'm like, okay, I'm not aiming for fifty study score, but maybe there's something good in it. And then um, I actually saw the table, and then the person recommend um students to have the like the progress table, and yeah, like um Nick said before, like sometimes you guys feel a lot um very unmotivated when you have like when when you see the progress but like look looking back like seeing yourself a month and a half ago or like two months ago when you start doing your very first exam you may see the difference you may see your progress your growth your improvement and when we don't know that now we we're not proud of it like we don't even remember how how much better we are right now compared to how we used to be so i feel like doing that is a way to keep track of your study and also it reflects what you need to improve in the future at the same time it o- is also a source of motivation that keeps you being so proud of yourself and yeah. live even do better in the future with the same effort you are putting in
2: they're like yeah. they're like small little confidence boost to be able to to reflect yeah. in you've yeah, because I I totally... like yeah. when I you know when you're doing graphic design subjects or, or drama subjects and you always look back on the work that you did or I look back on the essays <laughs> that I wrote in year seven for English and I just laugh and I go oh how did I even <laughs> think that that was good to hand in it's all you feel so much better about how you're doing now so yeah I think I'll definitely oh, start yeah. using that because it's very
3: it, yeah like it's a so way. funny like um because I was doing quite well in English and then at first I think that all of my like SAC score are like top ranking so mm-hmm. at the end of uh, year 12 I was looking back at my very first SAC which mm-hmm. I got like 88% and then I'm, I'm like wait my teacher got something wrong this cannot be 88% <laughs> and <laughs> it's just so funny that um, you're seeing your progress and you're seeing how you're improving like mm-hmm. it amazing because it's your effort is it's just exactly. you
2: and and no yeah. matter how people you know view the work they've done in year 12 everyone the fact that we've made it to this point in the year is, is an accomplishment in of itself regardless of if you've been doing good or not we've somehow yeah, managed to get an s most of us in all the sacks um, yeah so, right yeah having that to to be able to just compare yourself, and and especially through these exam weeks, compare with how you I, think, I mean, for anyone listening who might be feeling that it's too late for them to start revising, this will be airing in a few days from now. Do you think it's too late now, or do you, what, what's your what's your verdict on um, you know, how late is too late?
3: I feel like at this time, which is the start of October, is it late? No, definitely not. Like I, I, I swear, there was a point that I gave up on physics, and then um, I even thought like, this is so stupid. Please don't don't post it. Okay, it's okay to post <laughs> it. But then there was that there, there was a point that I actually thought of ditching the exam for physics because I didn't do well.
0: Yeah,
3: I totally did not do well throughout the year, and I felt very in, like not confident with it. I understand nothing. And I feel like a lot of people are having that issue because you don't have your lack of like um, the human interaction with your friends and your teachers. Mm. But then um, I feel like, OK, I have made it through year 11 and then almost all year thir- through year 12, I have learned all the content. If I ditch the exam it doesn't reflect my effort throughout the year they mm. only take the result of this of the gad which is something that you don't have to study to get that <laughs> i don't <Yeah>. write <laughs> so i just sit down and i told myself Oh, okay um it's a bit it's maybe a bit late but it's not too late because you still have time to improve and start to study um then i just sit down start to look for help in writing my um my cheat sheet for physics and collectively learn from um, the practice paper. Um, it's not something too proud to say, but then my actual study score is is six um points more than my expectation. Yeah. So before my exam, I would thought like I would like really appreciate to get like that certain score. But then in my actual exam, I tried my best and then the result was very satisfying like I was so proud of it when it was my like physics was my worst subject but I'm still proud I tried yeah so, yeah. And I so think it's not like really
2: we've we've had our teachers say the the, the first meeting they ever did with us at school about VCE was like they told us that before we go to our first exam we do the mirror test and the mirror test is basically like you stand in front of the mirror and you look at yourself and you go, have I done everything that I could do to do this exam? Yeah. Even if you mm-hmm. don't think you know you're gonna do well, have you done everything that you could possibly do to Yeah do to your not you know, maybe it's not hundred percent, but it's your hundred percent. And I think that's a yeah, good way to I... look at the exams. What were you gonna yeah. say for me
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, like, since physics was one of the hardest subjects or kind of let you down and your motivation down. Going into the exam, what was your mindset? Because I know this year a lot of our studies have been disrupted and a lot of people personally, me too, in chemistry especially, I feel very like unmotivated towards it. Even though I want to do my best, mm. my, my mm-hmm. mindset whenever I think about chemistry is just like, no, we're going to fail this exam. We're <laughs> not going to do well. We're going to just no. So what was your mindset? I, I don't know. From I, I guess we can say a time frame from SWOT back till the
3: exams. What was your mindset? Um, in terms of uh physics or chemistry, I think is it's a third uh it is a third week of exam, right? So yeah, I feel like um for any students who particularly struggling with physics or chemistry, like I know the content is crazy because I, I I was doing that. Um, Like, I always felt very unmotivated to start doing something, but, like, in this scenario, like, a lot of people are facing the same problem, like, struggling some similar situations with you, so don't feel too left behind, like, don't feel too behind, because not everyone is on top of their things, and my, I set a very attainable goals for my physics subject, so my mind is very relaxing. So when I came in exam, I just I was just like okay, I'll try to do my best because I know it's going to be my bottom two, which is not something I would recommend, but like guys, please study for all your subjects. <laughs> it's very unpredictable, but still um I didn't have high expectation in the subjects that I'm struggling now. So what I would recommend is to focus more on the subject like the your book um the subjects that you are totally confident with it put more effort in that but doesn't mean you neglect more subjects because um it's very unpredictable right Mm -hmm. um so yeah just get an a very attainable goals that wouldn't put you on a lot of stress then you i think that when you sit in the exam you would try to focus to maximize Um, the basic questions for example like you know the bell curve like um, Mm -hmm. you have like 70% on exam you would get like a um, 35 study score so if you aim for 35 try to maximize all the questions that you know how to do like the fundamental questions and it doesn't mean that you stop doing your the hard question like try the challenge but don't be so stressed or to force yourself to cope with that because some of the questions are designed to distinguish 50 to 45 students which Mm. if if that's if if that's not something that we are aiming for like don't try to be too stressed about
4: Dress up like a game, and dress up—it's all the same. And dress up, I'm going insane. And dress
2: up in my brain.
4: And get up, you're late for school. And get up, you're being a fool. And get up. Your friends aren't working on bettering you and making you successful. Let's undress our kids of human
2: you've just tuned in you are currently listening to the second part of a two-part interview with Jolie from at uni with me and Thraveni and I are interviewing her today just picking her brain for some tips about VCE and exams we've gone over some stuff about practice exams and SWAT fact but there's more to come so stick around and you're here on Amplify on Sin as we interview Jolie from uni with me on on exam days you know about to go to the exam waking up in the morning what was your kind of routine like was it did you have a certain time you'd wake up a certain thing you'd eat a certain thing you'd do like what are your what do you recommend people do before exams to get them in the right frame of mind
3: yeah so um to be ready I think it's a long period like we should practice like during uh, practice exam and stuff so your brain will eventually cope with that and you mm-hmm. will not struggle waking up early on that day and like the 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 fear of exam will eventually wake you up yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah um so it's very um people say that you should eat more carb in the morning so your brain can function as well but I didn't eat a lot of carb, but um, <laughs> my friend functions well because I enjoy mm, my morning routine. So, like, I have a small cup of iced coffee, and then just had the fruit that you want that you that set yourself in a good mood.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the night before exam, oh my god, I know it's terrible. Like, I still remember, like, I was paranoid for like fifteen minutes thinking about me on the same situation tomorrow night i have already done my exam and i'm like oh my god like that's just <laughs> scary but no it's not as scary so um i would recommend to relax yourself a little bit maybe like have um watch a series but don't like don't, yeah, don't watch a don't whole binge it don't binge it <laughs> yeah just don't binge it <laughs> um just watch like uh, cry Anat- anatomy or a show that you enjoy and then um, try to have like six to eight hours of sleep. I think it depends on your b- body routine as well, but just have um, a sleep routine, like a very good sleep so you will be prepared for tomorrow morning mm-hmm. and maybe wake up a little bit o- earlier than, than usual to have like a shower if you can so you feel more refreshed and then have, have time for your morning routine, which you enjoy more. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I think something... I think we'd like to cover before we finish up is, you know, everyone tells us throughout the year that this is the most important year of our lives. This is, you know, everything is leading up to this. And you were saying <laughs> before that, the thing, exactly that, you know, you were saying, I, I remember you said before, you know, exams in the grand scheme of things don't really matter. If you could just, you know, talk about that a, a bit more, how has being in uni now, Mm. Does it, you know, in the grand scheme of everything for people listening who are freaking out and they thinking they're not going to get the ATAR they want? What um, is it like, you know, finishing the exams and just being like, oh, that's it? And does it matter?
3: I I I think that like throughout year 12, I had a mindset as well. And I feel like everyone, like most of the people would have it. But as a uni student right now, I got into the course that I won. And um, I talked to a lot of people and I swear, like, no one even care what ATA that we get as long as we get into the course. Mm-hmm. And for sure, it's not the most important, like, it's not the most important thing in your life. Maybe it's important this year because it's your year 12, but it's not the most important thing in your year 12 yourself and your mental, like your mental health and your well-being or things that would stay in yourself for longer because ATAR will eventually expire in two years, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like in terms of um, university admission, I don't want to stress anyone over this, but I'm pretty sure that there are some courses that they say, okay, this is our ATAR requirement, but they actually get lower at all Mm. because they consider your hardship especially like one year lockdown right Mm. um and they also consider a lot of aspects of your effort and also your um like social social economics and um yeah and also for people like just a small note if you haven't done some of their prerequisite subjects for um a particular course like because my cousin just called me like the last week he was so panicked he wanted to do medical imaging but then he realized he dropped methods and I, and I'm like okay chill chill because I know for sure that there are some uni that offer the preaching course for you to mm. complete before your uni so if you still want to like you still wish to offer, um to apply for a course just go for it and in case that you don't get the you haven't met the requirement they set to you you still have options to keep studying in university so definitely year 12 ATAR VCE exams are not the end of the world yeah, yeah that's just my opinion. <laughs> I hate the
4: way this neon lights the way they
5: shine in your eyes. I promise you this won't last long Just promise me that you won't leave
1: once you get into high school, it's like, you're like, okay, you got to lead up to this big thing called VC. It's the biggest thing of your life. It's going to be a life changer. Exactly. Like, it's going to matter. And, you know, and now we're now, here like, and
2: it's just like, oh, we're nearly done. Does it
1: really matter? <laughs> yeah, and I know. Now we're going through a lot of everything. I'm like, does it really matter? Can I just not do anything? <laughs> Literally, I had a moment where I was like, I just want to stop everything. Just put it down and just figure it out later i just want to get out
6: of here <laughs> get out of
3: here this oh this my day. god just wrong i swear i swear vc is overrated because of the coordinators like it doesn't it's something that everyone goes through every single year mm. just mm. let the students be themselves and then do their mm. best like don't encourage them by the peer by the peer pressure or mm. I, I was so sick of it when my one of my coordinator keep talking about like how students from last year did really well to get like 99 i'm like that's not my goal i just need my part. i just need to get like 90 or 95 to get into wherever i want or maybe some for for some people they would they just need whatever they want like Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to to put on peer peer pressure on some people because imagine if you want to do like business your course take like AID, and then you have the peer pressure, and like you sacrifice your mental health, your well being to get 95. But then at 95, you don't, if you don't get any more scholarship, you're still in the same group of people who can't, who have the chance to do business. Yeah. And then you sacrifice your, like, your personal life and a lot of things that you missed out through your VCE, which I don't think I recommend everyone to do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you could have. You know, you've got the platform right now. We'll finish up here. But if you could say you want to say one final thing to anyone who's listening to this when it airs or listening to it when it's podcasted and maybe this is the night before their exam and they're listening, do you have something to say to to the people at home?
3: Um, I want to say that it's been a very tough time for everyone, for all of you. And I really admire all of you who's going, who are going through this and just believe in yourself and we believe in you. Like you can do it. Like you don't have to be a hundred percent on exam. You just need to be a hundred percent of yourself and that's all you need. Yeah. And just believe in yourself, believe in yourself. <laughs> belief will get you halfway
1: there literally that is so true though just (laughs) believe in yourself and you're halfway there
3: you're almost there like tomorrow night you'll be done with your exam (laughs) imagine that
1: (laughs) oh Oh, that'll be so good that'll be so good oh can't wait anyways thank you so much um, for spending your valuable time with us Uh, you have been absolutely amazing and we hope that you've been going well traveling well and uh, yeah, we'll just
3: wrap up the show here. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to have um, a chance here to talk to you guys. And I hope that um, for all the listeners and especially to the host as well, like I, because you're, you're all in the Utah, right? Mm-hmm. So I hope that you all um, finding my tips helpful and just, yeah, maintain your well being. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> to the listeners, I am aggressively nodding right now. I am aggressively nodding of
1: course. Uh, please do give Jolly a big follow on her Instagram, which is uni with me and you can find tips if you scroll down from yes. last year. So go ahead do that and
2: And yeah, yeah if you give us some tips that you think are your favorites, we'll post them on our account as well. Uh, and we'll let people know and we'll link, your, we'll link all your stuff so people can find you because uh, you have, you, the amount of follow, followers you have is criminal. You should have thousands and thousands more because the tips. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, also, you know, exactly. the people that follow you are getting some of the best tips online for VCE. And maybe if you have a lot of too many followers, then they're too well-known. So it's like a little niche yeah. of people that know the good, the good stuff. <laughs> But yeah, you I hope a it, bigger audience.
3: I hope it spread to a lot of people, because I feel like all of the like I, I haven't posted them in a while, because I feel like I'm not prepared. Like I haven't prepared all of like the best thing that I could think of. But I think now is a good time for everyone to check out. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Thank you so much. Thank it's such you. a lovely channel here.
6: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Aside as she... Show 以上で-